Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're gonna talk trash. We should talk. Trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. Did press record. I did. Sometimes you can't tell. Hi, you're listening to the Trash Cast. I'm Tom Lank. And I'm Jack Plotnick, his guest today, but we're driving in my car, so half of my energy is going to be trying to not die. I'm sure your energy will be fine. My energy levels are none of your business. You have no idea how close to death you are when you drive with me, so... Oh, I know. Oh, I know. When you drive with Jack, it's very herky-jerky. Jerk, hurk, forward, back, it's break. It's herky-jerky time. It's herky-jerky time. Um, that's all I know of that song. Yeah, that's all anybody knows. Turkey-lurky time. Okay, we love musical theater. Belting soprano. Jack's had his coffee. Um, okay, so... What I'm going to tell you is, I think this is the season finale of the Trash Cast, season one. I know. Shocking, isn't it? So um, I'm going to uh, take a, a wee bit of a break, and then when I come back, I'm going to decide what I liked and what I didn't like about season one, maybe make some changes or I not. I love the show, the host. I don't know, like, maybe... Oh, change the host? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. I know, because I think it's a great idea of having somebody talk, like, uh, uh, you know, in a digital podcast. But past that, I think your show needs work. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you the, so much. The talking part is working. <laughs> it's, it's not working? No, the talking part's working. Talking into, it's the person and the concept, though. Oh, yeah. got it, got it. Okay, well, while we're um, we're driving on Sunset Boulevard right now, let's play Trash It or Stash It. We just passed a billboard for Picard, um, and I'm going to stash that because I just started watching it. What do you say, Jack? I support it. I, I think every – I love the Star Trek franchise. I watched it as a kid and haven't watched it since. Great. Now, uh, I'm a, I, was a, I watched all of Star Trek The Next Generation when I was a youth. So this, for me, um, oh, is really satisfying. Yeah, and I, I did have my sort of sexual awakening um, with Jean-Luc Picard. Like, I, was, I knew I was attracted to, um, you know, this 50-something bald man. <laughs> uh, but, and I, I was confused by it because that's not normally what you'd think of, of a teen's first sort of crush. Oh, God, no. My, and I had my sexual awakening at, like, seven years old watching Barney Miller. There was this character named Wojcic. And we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> Wojcic? Yeah, he was, like, this balding cop, this 50-year-old balding cop. So, yeah. Well, we've got, uh, clearly, daddy issues. Daddy issues. Okay. The next billboard we drove by was Outlander. Trashed or stashed it, Jack? Never heard of it. I'm going to stash it because it's basically an erotic... Um, uh, uh, not um, like a, you know those no dime store novels, and it takes place in Scotland. But then it goes time travels as well. Um, so that's the confusing part. I've only watched season one, but um, I I like I was obsessed. Um, we're going so quickly. Um, okay, trash it or stash it. 
There are several billboards for the Irishman. Jack, what do you say? Well, I hate to say it, but trash it. Just, you know, I, I watched it. It was fine, but I, I'd rather just watch Casino for the 10th time. <laughs> I'm going to trash it as well. No interest. Don't want to see it. How come it's called the Irishman if it's a bunch of Italian men? <laughs> Italian men. Also, like, I just don't... Can I trash something? Which is, yeah. we're trying to turn left, right, on Laurel Canyon. All of these cars, these eight cars, got into the left yeah. turn lane. The audience isn't, they're not interested oh, in that. I'm so angry right now. We're not late, so I don't know why you're freaking out. Well, they're all breaking the law. Um... Okay, well, we're, I guess we're, we're about to leave Sunset Boulevard uh, as we turn left onto Laurel so Canyon. So, I, hold on! So, uh, that means that's the end of Trash or Stash It on Sunset Boulevard because we're leaving Sunset Boulevard. Boo! So, let's go walk, take a walk down memory lane of the first season of Tom Lane's Trash Cast. Don't remember it? Blocked it out. Blocked it out. <laughs> No, no, the I, thing is, like, the thing I, um, I, what I'd like to work on in, in season two in whatever form that uh, turns out to be. Puppet show, marionettes. <laughs> is I can never remember what I already talked about on the podcast because I tend to repeat myself. The nice thing and is, I, I sort of, I record. going to listen to more than one episode. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You can just keep doing the same thing. <laughs> here's, the, here's the things I talk about most. Why are our faces so shiny in 2020? I don't know why I keep going back to that topic of like why makeup is, is trying to look. Now? Well, you know, everyone's trying to have a shimmer and, and um, dewy. dewy, that dewy look. I constantly talk about that. There's nothing worse than a dry, dry base. It's just so sad when you see it. But remember when, like, in the early days of, well, how come whenever we're filming, they're just dry powder? Powder! I know, what happened to that? Does your audience understand how much makeup has changed in 20 Yeah, no, I keep, I'm constantly talking about it, and they're sick of it. On, on set, it's fascinating. Well, like they used to just come at you with powder. Oh powder! God. It was constant. Constant! And now they're like, you walk into the trailer, and you have no makeup on. They're like, hmm, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Uh, what? A, they don't care. I think because in your 20s, they're trying to make you look as attractive as possible. Then once you're out of the 20s, they're like, it. We don't care. You're not the attractive person. You're supposed to be craggly, craggy moon surface. <laughs> <laughs> moon surface. <laughs> wow. Oh gosh, no. I don't think so. I think it's something maybe about the HD cameras, like. Yeah, because now the, the camera can see all that powder that they used to put on it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I hate when somebody comes at me with that little piece of paper that supposedly pulls does, sweat off your face. Does, that do? does it do anything? And it hurts because their bony, bony finger is is pressing into your jaw, into your um, cheekbone. I love it when they come around with that soft, soft brush, the powder. And it's I was just a kid. I wanted to be like the whole like makeup, and that big powder puff would come and splash all those. <laughs> yes, do the sound. Tom, do it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted. Um, and, and n n you don't get it now. We don't get that anymore. Because now we want you to look as slimy and wet as possible, shimmery, shiny. Um, so looking back at your, your first year of your podcast, what, what would you say that you learned about podcasting and the art of podcasting? I'd say that I learned, um, that, uh, Maybe it's easier to, to, to record things in a moving car. <laughs> okay.
okay. Why do you think that? Well, I, maybe I think because you're, when you're sitting and trying to focus on something, it automatically becomes harder. So That's you because you have ADT. <laughs> yeah. So I think when you're doing something else, it's easier to just sort of go with the flow. Oh, okay. Okay. And what did you learn never to do when, you, when one is podcasting? Um, I think praise people too much or admit to being a big fan of them. Oh, that's interesting. Because what, then suddenly the air gets all weird? Like, they're like, what does he want to kiss me now? What's happening? <laughs> no, I think people, and I'm the same way, I think just humans in general, once you compliment them, they shut down. Or maybe it's just actors. I wor- I worry We're driving by a, 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 a gold sequined cowboy on Laurel Camp. I don't know why he's there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, tell him, like, Bromwich Chinese Theater, it's that way. Yeah, wrong wrong spot, buddy. Okay. I... I, I get nervous because the moment I I'm, I'm afraid the moment I tell a, a, an actor that I love their work that they're just going to put me in the box of that annoying person begging for an autograph and I don't want to be that person but I do want to tell the actor I love them so I'm always I, I that's always an issue for me too I think because uh, I think when, when you compliment someone famous they automatically associate yeah. your compliment with the thing that they resent regardless of what you intend it to be and this film goes over their eyes, and they go, thank you. It gets real weird. So I, Yeah. I, I, like, if you were to compliment Jennifer Aniston, like, I love your work, she probably automatically, whether she's aware of it or not, mm-hmm. associates that compliment with, I'm a huge Friends fan. I lo- I'm obsessed with you on Friends. And she's so sick of being recognized from Friends, probably. Or, or like, I'm, like, not a normal person who's going to, like, try to find your address and stalk you and knock on your door every morning, offering you coffee. Because maybe celebrities just want to be... Uh, on the same, they want to be around people who don't know that they're a celebrity or, or don't or haven't watched so their famous work. themselves. They would never think to say they like your work. Oh, so it has to be uh, people that are all thing. self-absorbed status. Maybe, but I'll, I'll just let me let, let all your your follower notice. I said singular follower. <laughs> let your follower know. Please feel free to pay me many compliments. I will never mind or go dead-eyed. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially if you're if you're when people compliment um, my 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 work, not that anyone's paying, work, but singular. <laughs> your one work. My work on Instagram, I that always makes me happy because yeah, that's, that's coming directly from me and has nothing to do oh, with nice. with the you know like it's not the the thing that I'm adjacent. I'm not adjacent to the thing that they actually like. Yeah. It, you know what I'm it's saying? It's a difference between someone saying you have such a beautiful child versus your child goes to a school with lots of beautiful children. <laughs> I think you're saying is like my the, my Instagram is something I made so it's my baby. But if you say I loved you on let's say Buffy, you're like I can make that show. Yeah, well I mean with age I've really learned to appreciate that compliment. And As to- well you should. It's like literally the third best television series in the history of television as a vehicle to watch TV shows. But I, the example I like to use is um, when Trixie Mattel says when, you know, when people compliment her on her show uh, on YouTube, one of my favorite shows, um, she appreciates that so much more because when people say, oh, I love Drag Race because she's like, I'm just a, I'm just one of a, of yeah. 150 different drag queens that have been on Drag Race. So I'm just sort of yeah. tangentially associated with the thing that you like. But when you say I like your show yeah. that you that Trixie and Katya make, that's something that it's directly coming from them. Yeah, and in a way, it feels like the person is just excited to meet someone who's on the show they love, and not particularly to say that your work is good on it. 
Amen, sister. So anyway, uh, I was asking you about looking back on your year of podcasting. I was wondering, who was the guest that that surprised you the most? The most. Well, oh, I've got it. Let me ask you a different question. Uh, looking back on the year of your, for, looking back on the first year of your podcast, um, you know, each episode. Well, more like six months. <laughs> Fine, a season. Somebody, everybody brings in something that they either want to, you know, hold on to or get rid of. What's the thing someone brought in that, that surprised you the most? Julie, I think Julie Benz, her uh, her plaques with photos, metallic photos of her on the plaque that she wanted to get rid of was shocking to me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Why'd she not want them? They're just cluttering. They're just Clutter. junk. Clutter. 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 <laughs> get rid of it. Okay. Well, okay. You've talked enough, Jack. Now I have to talk and say that uh, for this episode, you get to listen to my, my very first live session of the trash cast recorded in San Francisco. Um, it was very fun. I did half I did half of my trash show and then the other half was the podcast and it was so fun. And you did this all in front of a live audience? I did and oh it, it felt How many like people were there. Like a hundred. It was sold out. Wow. Delightful audience in San Francisco. And um, my guest is Elisa Donovan and you've seen her in all your favorite shows, including... Bewitched? No. She is... No. She does have red hair, though. Is mm. that why you associated that with... No. Oh, she was on She was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Maybe. Oh, shit. Look at that. I'm psychic. And uh, she was on... You know, she's legendary for her performance in Clueless. And she was on 90210, Melissa and Joey. Just a ton of things. Because you have such um, a high voice, how will they be able to tell when you're talking versus when she's talking? I hate you so much. Um, you'll, be, you'll be able to tell. Mine's, mine's higher. higher, <laughs> So much higher. Okay, good. good. <laughs> anyway, um, so thank you for listening. Enjoy the live production. And maybe if there's something that... I forgot to describe. Maybe I'll just pop in and record a little thing just so you can understand what I'm talking about. So don't mind me interrupting the podcast. Okay, and enjoy the listen. Well, you guys, I'm excited to get to this part of the show. Um, I'm, it's now we're transitioning to the trash cast. All around us, trash your treasure. Make your mind up, what's your pleasure? Trash! Oh, please um, join me in giving a round of applause to my guest. Uh, you've seen her on Clueless, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa and Joey, uh, all these moms, uh, all these moms, all these movies about talking dogs, which I have to ask her about. And um, she's working on a, a movie as a director now in the works called Wake Me. What is it? Wake Me When You. I can't read my own writing. Leave. To me, it said rare. Okay, Wake Me When You Leave. Uh, please welcome to the stage, Elisa Donovan. <laughs> I'm so sorry I tortured you earlier. That was mean. <laughs> okay, I'm just popping in here to let you know that during the show, I do a crafting segment where the audience has to make um, pipe cleaner, rose, accessory rings. And so Elisa um, is, is wearing her, her ring that she made on her hand. Um, 
So, no, maybe people don't maybe Wait, do know. do you want to see my... Oh, my God, you did so good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sad. I'm going to say, sad. Um, if you want to Google, there are many YouTube tutorials on how to do this. Um, I will. And uh, your, your daughter might be able to assist you and she help you. She probably could. <laughs> She'll probably... I think you have to be in touch with your, like, elementary school imagination in order to do it. Yes. I was just sort of trying to... I was trying to figure out what you were, what the end game was, instead of just doing it, which See, is kind you try of, to get like ahead of indicative it. of what I do. I tried to get ahead of oh, it. Oh, you wanted to control it. Yes, therapy. I wanted to figure it out. I'm doing therapy right now. <laughs> You're welcome, to it out. And then I was behind, and I was like, "Shit." <laughs> See, I do it on purpose. I want it to be a surprise as to what it is that you're making yeah. when it finally reveals itself. Mm -hmm. For no reason other than I like to torture an audience. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm like now that I'm a part of the world of fashion adjacent, uh, I like I'm a, obviously you've worn some of the most like most important costumes in cinema <laughs> and television history. Can can I say that? Um, and I asked for I asked for questions. Uh, on Instagram, and Loud Laura Lena asked, which costume would you take home with you? Do you have any that you remember that you would have, like, you wish uh, that you would have snatched? So, uh, of anything? Of any? Does anything you want? Does anything come to mind um, that you're like, oh, I loved that? There was a, um, a CD dress from the TV show of Clueless <gasps> that was literally made of CDs. And I couldn't sit, you know, the whole day that we shot. I just could never, I couldn't sit down. But oh it was God. a pretty spectacular If I dress. wasn't such a lazy Googler, I would have found that one <laughs> and pulled it up. Okay, well, um, oh, it's me again. So I, um, I pull up some photos of Elisa from the movie Clueless. Look at this, oh. you guys. Yeah. Clueless, this I mean, no outfit. one can really wear that. No one should but, like, really wear that. But, like, when you were wearing this, were you, like, this is so fun and crazy. Like, I get to wear this. Oh, yeah. Every day was amazing. Were you like, wardrobe, do whatever you sure. want? Like, what type of person are you? Were you yes. like, um, I don't know about this. Or oh, no. I would go into wardrobe every day, and we would be in tears laughing. And they would always, you know, you have fittings, as you know, forever, weeks before. And then by the time we would get to actually wearing it, they would create more things. They would be like, look what we just added to it. And now we've got this for your hair. It was hilarious every time. And then anytime I come out of my trailer, everyone was just, I think I would get applause when I would show up on set. They were just <laughs> like, what is happening? But like the outfits were meant to be, I'm assuming from the costume designer, sort of over the top and Yes. Like she was supposed to be like, fashion. she thought that she was on the runway, but she was in 11th grade. But then, you know, all the, this movie came out, and then we all started dressing like that, which was <laughs> which the fun was part. Which was very strange, yes. Um, okay, this out, look at... Yeah, this Do you guys know what Disney bounding is? They call it Disney bounding because you're bound for Disneyland, and you, um, you can't wear costumes at Disneyland, but you can wear, like, something that hints Wait, at. what? It's called Disney bounding? Do you guys know about this? Wait, so it's but like, you're not allowed to wear. I don't understand. Oh, Disneyland has a rule that adults cannot wear costumes because oh, they don't want kids to be, to be confused for the, the low budget right, versus that makes the real sense. one. I get it. You know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, they don't want like some kid to go hug. They don't like, want like on Hollywood Boulevard, like somebody yes, in, in a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> or yeah. like, Times, like give me five bucks. Times Square Minnie yeah. Mouse is my favorite. <laughs> Have you seen Times Square Minnie Mouse? Just with her head. It's just off-brand. Oh. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is my favorite. Right, right. <laughs> 
Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard Superman. Oh, wait, I think he passed. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Um, oh. Did he? Mm. Anyone? Maybe. Okay. I think so. All right. Yeah. I took it to a bad place. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll edit that out. Uh, but, like, there's a lot of <laughs> Disney-bounding websites where they'll show, like, flounder and then a whole outfit of, like, blue and yellow stripes and how to do it. But oh, this, it, right? like, I love that you're on... I mean, a magazine thing is showing you how to get how the to contemporary get version of your I look. mean, that, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. I'm old, I mean, I love it, like, because this kind of, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, can we just, uh, that looks like a mugshot, first of all. Would like, you know I've okay, just there's... murdered someone and I am on the run. Sweet. This, there's like some of these Polaroids I, that were online, like yes. various hairstyles. Was that like, uh, like test shots or whatever? Do you know what these are from? Yes. So some of them, so these are actual just, um, they're hair and makeup Polaroids like on the day. <gasps> so that is, I did wear that in the, in the film. And I think, I mean, the bangs are so I'm sorry, hard to but manage. Okay. For trash cast listeners, what you're looking at is a photo of sort of like a Pippi, Pippi Long stocking inspired pigtail situation and then there's a, a sort of flipped bouffant for me because i just listened to this in the car yesterday i was like i want to listen to the entire delight world click album oh yes and Lady then i saw this Lady and i was like here. whoa what came first like was that <coughs> was that inspiring the this hair was makeup after so yeah. like because i feel like that time period that time i was living in the east village at that time what yes she was like and my roommate was dating the guy what was his name who was in her band with dj the joe was on no, a roll his name was like oh well, i can't lady miss here and anybody uh audrey. audrey yeah right yes i think so and it was so it was very exciting i mean i was like so you were like 19. around all of that stuff yeah. did you get casting clues in new york no, I'm, I was in New York in college, and then I uh, went to L.A. for a short period for, like, the, a couple of weeks in the summer to work with my agency out there, and then oh I got cast there. But, so I was living in New York, but I was, had gone to L.A. Where did you go to LA. school, by the way? This is, the new this school? Is, I'm interested. <laughs> the new school? Uh, yeah, Eugene Lang College, oh. the new school. Mm -hmm. Ooh, she for social she research. Has, she has Yes. <laughs> um, is this also from, what is this from? This is from the, the TV show. From the TV show, Clueless. Mm -hmm. Also, come on, this is amazing, the fact that you got to, oh, here's the, okay. So this <laughs> is the collection of all the Polaroids uh, from hair and so makeup. So this is, this is all, Alan Frieden was the, my makeup artist's um, name, who he was I mean, spectacular. But these are all his Polaroids. These sure. are iconic. Mm -hmm. Can I say that? Like this, <laughs> this look uh, with the feathery, I don't know if you guys that remember That one I scene. do remember. I feel like that was my first day, actually. I this think is like the feathery black that, And look. I was like, you know, very It was very nervous. black swan. I don't know what yes, you call it was that. very uh, black swan, pre-black swan. Um, okay, this is from Sabrina. That's from Sabrina. <laughs> so, first of all, Okay. It looks like I'm airbrushed within an inch of my life, which I don't understand why, because the, the real thing is I have a broken wrist in oh, this what? photo. So it, I, there is the whole first part of whatever season that was, and they had to keep hiding the cast. And then when you get a cast off, you know, your muscles have atrophied, so it, you don't have any mobility, really. And they wrote this scene where I had to go in and um, pick up the cat, like the actual, the real cat, the live cat to that would run around. And so I had to run it, and my hand was like this, like it was what's oh, no. And so I ever had to go in and go like this and like take one arm and be like, 
oh my gosh, the cat. And like my hand is like this. And I was like, how am I going to pick up the cat? But all of the press photos, they had, there, there was like a magazine. If you look in the, um, the opening credits, there's a magazine over my arm. And I'm like, ha, like laughing like this. But the one arm is hid under, yeah. So I mean, it was like a whole. So I have a cast on there, which so the arm, oh. that right arm is behind my Weren't they like, back. just put your hand inside the cat? He's a puppet yeah, anyway. They were like, <laughs> but this was the real cat. And that was <laughs> oh, there is a real cat. Yeah, that they would use, you know, for... I, okay, by the way, I was in, I was in, I don't know, I was at my junior college in Southern California, and I was doing a production of Guys and Dolls, and... Jen, my friend Jenna Lee Green was playing the yes. lead of that, and yes, like Jenna. we, she got she booked the pilot, and then they're like, we might have to cancel the show, you guys. Oh my god, it was like the biggest thing in right, Thousand Oaks, right. California, that we might have to cancel the Civic Arts Plaza production of <laughs> Guys and Dolls for the night because she booked a pilot. Um, so that was like the first person I knew who. But then I they like, like rebooted the show, and you guys came in, and they like yes, she went after the after yes, she went she graduated high school. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so audience, by the way, I should describe for my trash cast <laughs> audience. She's wearing like a a pink leather blazer. Yeah, it is. It was a, a leather blazer and I a lacy top, um, but it's just like a very like a little weird heart sensible there. sort of Romy and Michelle. Like businesswoman special yes. vibe, I think, but also my hair is very. I'm not sure what's happening with my hair Textured. either, right? A lot of te texture. That's when we we're using like a lot of clay product, even in ladies' hair. Yes, I think that's. Right. And also, isn't it interesting? I'm constantly talking about this on the podcast. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I love how we're obsessed with like make it shiny. Okay, um, checking back in here. Uh, th this is the part where I talk again about. Uh, makeup and dewiness and shine and powder. I, I apologize. Okay, back back to the regularly scheduled podcast. Make it look wet. I want my face to look as shiny and wet as possible. But this era was like, get uh, it as flat as and matte flat as, possible. And matte as possible. Powder, powder, powder. Pow yes. Get it to look as dry yes. as you can. Isn't that why have we yeah. we've made a full I, I... 360? Okay, so this photo is another. This is like. Mm. A violet leotard, mm. a long-sleeved <laughs> Leo. Is that a bodysuit? Is that a snap crotch bodysuit? It was. I don't recall. I do. Did I you wear a snap crotch bodysuit? No. Do you remember I, the late nineties? Those are back, you know. They're back. The snap those crotch. Those are back. They are. With like a choker. I don't know why, but they are back. Okay. And they feel just the same <laughs> as they did before, and it is not pleasant. <laughs> Okay, what is the? I couldn't figure oh, out what this was. This okay, is, this photo. Uh, is, this is a photo shoot from a magazine. I don't remember. Like a, she's walking a horse. I oh, I think a it was like skirt. a. It was a um, uh, something. The theme was your favorite mode of transportation. <laughs> and I said a horse, because I grew up riding horses, and they were like, oh, Schedule okay. A photo shoot. Like someone, yeah, somebody chose like a Ferrari, and so, you know, people did all different things, or like a jet. Um, and I rode a horse. You rode a horse. It's mm -hmm. it's a long. I did not ride the horse in that oh, skirt. Oh, you just walked it. Yeah, I just walked the horse. So in the that. skirt is like a canvas brown skirt. There's a, a plaid outer shirt with a tank top with a dove on it, holding a cowboy hat. Yeah. Walking a horse. Walking a horse that. Yeah. I put it. You look amazing. That's why I had to include it. <laughs> look at this. This is from your wedding. Oh, this is from my wedding. Look at this, this is beautiful a real dress. Photo. I just had to. You know what people show don't off. tell you when you get married is that if you're an actor, like you're used to people 
everybody looking at you and having your hair and makeup done. So part of it is sort of you're like, this doesn't really feel that weird. Like, I don't really know what's happening. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, I, am I nervous? Should I be nervous? Oh, like, you, have what's, to, you have to do a show now. I've only done, yeah. The like, wedding is the show. Right, the wedding is the show. And you're like, uh, are we almost there? Like, why is it, what are we waiting on? Who are we waiting on? Who, oh, it's me. Holding you for know. sound. Wait, wait. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I don't, I need, to, I don't need to get married because I don't need people to come and clap for me because I do that and I <laughs> I get too much attention as it is. You don't need to continue to you reward to me with a wedding. Me the attention, right? Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, I think this is Melissa and Joey. Oh yeah. Now yes. were they sort of referencing uh, this leopard? There's so, a leopard print top. This is kind of a great story, which I can't really tell, but then maybe everybody can sort of figure it out. They had hired another actress to play this part oh. and not to play my part. This actress apparently just kind of stopped showing up like in the middle of the week. It was very odd. She didn't, it was bizarro. You definitely know who she is. <laughs> and then um, Melissa called me and was like, are you able to come? Cause I live here. She's like, are you able to come down? And then, and I was like, sure. And my manager called me and said, the next thing you know, I show up there. And David Lasher, who I've known forever, he was doing the episode too. So it was like, hey, hey, like, what are we doing? And he's like, what happened to, mm? And I said, mm, just stop <laughs> showing up. And he was like, mm, was really weird this whole week. And I said, yeah, apparently, like, she just, it was a super bizarre situation. And then we all got to work together again. And then I sort of was, like, saving the day. So it was a nice thing to, you know come in like a superhero. I love that. Like a, it was, a Sabrina reunion. Yeah, it was amazing. It was great. The, the, these two the are egg. like, these two are great human beings. Like, I Aww. couldn't love either of them more. Also, I just I saw the them this week. She was like, hi, I'm going to be, like, it was It was her and the Olsen twins who were like, I'm an industry, I'm a businesswoman. I'm she gonna, is like, such a badass. Am I allowed to say yeah, that? Yeah, you can say it. Um, she is. She's super confident and super nice. And, uh, you know, she is an example of somebody who actually has uh, maintained a normal life. Oh. And she has been in front of the camera since she was born, basically. And she's, like, super normal, very, like, works hard, is inclusive, is nice to everybody, is a professional. And then you think, like, why, you know, I mean, I don't know how. She's, like, a unicorn. I don't know. Go, sister she, woman, Melissa yeah. Joan Hart. Give it up for Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> okay, just, I'm obsessed with, this is from the Knives Out uh, premiere. I'm oh, just, yeah, that was just in the fall. I just mm -hmm. love this look. Did you, I'm, for me, the whole, okay, so I'm describing it. It's a red blazer, white pants, sort of open with a crop top with a, and leopard shoes. I know mm -hmm. that description <laughs> sounds crazy, but the final look to me is amazing, and it all comes together because of that belt. Who put I the belt on? Did I you did. add it? I did. I knew it. I did the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. yes. Style by you? I did the style by yes. me. Yes. Okay, totes, trash to treasure. Okay, um, do we, can I get two assistants up here? All right, listeners at home, here's the part in the show where we do some live onstage crafting. If you want to participate, you can press pause now and go retrieve from your home or your car or, or whatever. Um, an old t-shirt that you don't mind destroying, and a pair of scissors. That's all you need, and uh, the final end result will become clear to you as the craft goes along. So, get your supplies and come back. Are you going to trash it or stash it? 
giving Wait, you do that. I hold okay, so, um, hi, I'm Tom Lang. Did Marie Kondo's trying to throw out all of our trash. Did you know that instead of throwing your trash away, you could just repurpose it and uh, re-spark that joy? So <laughs> if you ha are listening, you can take a t-shirt that you have at your house. Uh, we're doing it. This is like a, I'm, we're on a talk show and we're doing a crafting segment. I don't oh, know if you okay. That out, and am, I, am I, should I be? Yeah, what, just do I? follow along. Do Copy me. So basically, take a t-shirt that you have, okay? And you're going to, um, <laughs> you're, you're going to, Cut the cut the sleeves off like right here, like this. Which ring is this? this you can take very prohibitive. You can take the ring off if you want. Okay, so you just cut the sleeves off, listeners at home. You cut the um, you just cut like it. A tank? Am I making it like a yeah, tank? Yeah, make it like a tank top. Okay. I'm using child safety scissors <laughs> because I don't even trust myself anymore. I could be drunk. We don't know. Okay. Okay, so we're cutting. I'm using a T-shirt and child safety scissors to cut into a tank top. You now, did you go ahead? Of, wow, well, okay. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Want something done right and better? Go to a woman first. Am I right, <laughs> ladies? Wait, am I cutting the neck too? Okay, yeah, you're gonna cut, so make, yeah, essentially turn it into a tank top. So cut, this shirt I'm using has a V-neck, but you can just cut like a, um, like a scoop a neck scoop? into the t-shirt, okay. right? Like a deeper scoop. Oh, like a, like okay. a deep scoop. Right. And then you'll you, what, what's remaining of this t-shirt is now a tank top. Okay. Now I'm gonna go. Okay, now you just make a bunch of um, cuts down here at the bottom. Okay, how do I describe this for the listeners? Just cut. Take. Go to the bottom of the shirt and cut like. Fringe, like you're going to have a fringe party. <laughs> Is that a thing? Fringe was in the heart. <laughs> um, if I was mm, less... This, is, this um, is not going as well as... I always thought like, oh, I can interview the person while we're crafting. But turns out I cannot <laughs> <laughs> rub my, metaphorically rub my stomach and jog it. Or what's that saying? Run your... Chew, chew, walk and chew gum at the same time, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Okay, so I'm exhausted, you guys. My scissor is for tiny, tiny hands, and it's going very slowly. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, okay, you may be... I don't, we, we lost one audience I'm member. He's already like, I'm bored. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Okay, so now what's going to happen is you start... <laughs> this little girl is very <laughs> advanced, I will say. <laughs> We've made like a stripper shirt for uh, like tiny toddler it stripper. Does, it does okay, like uh, let's give up on that pink one, and you hold that hold that side for me. So now, listeners and and viewers, you're gonna start tying double knots with the fringe. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Tie. So just tie um, the one opposite. Just tie a knot. Okay. So you guys can try this at home. I basically wanted to create a show that is audience participation, but then in Scotland I learned that at 6.30 p.m. they are not drunk enough to participate. Um, so I've transitioned it to be... I'm not, why, yours look very different than mine. It's fine. There's no one way to do a craft, mm. as Aileen, my mother, said. She's a very liberal woman. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. 
Okay, so now what's happening is she's tying, she's tying the final knot. Um, and I really feel badly that I put you to work. I was gonna make you guys help, but then like it was like a just, thankless job. It was a natural <laughs> fit for you guys to just be the human mic stands. Yeah, I, exactly. Why are you making them do this? Because I was too lazy to walk over and get the mic stands. Okay. So now what you do? All you do is you turn it inside out, oh, and you turn this old T-shirt into a. Sexy, made for Sex in the City tote bag. Look at me. <laughs> okay, thank you for your assistance. Now before, okay, we have to wrap it up. But before I go, we have the, um, the creme de la, not the creme de la, the crudita, the, the epicenter. What's the peak of something? The climax, the denouement, the precipice. It's time to see Elisa's trash and treasure items. Oh. Yes. So what I'm going to ask Lisa to do is to present two items to me. One is trash, one is treasure, but she's not going to tell me which is which, and I'm going to try and figure out the answer. Okay, ready. Please present your first item. I have three items, first Oh, I love all. it when people do three. But I don't know. Okay, do. I'm not going to tell you don't tell me. Just how, if it's like two, which is, you okay. know, if it's two trash and one treasure or two treasure and one trash. I'm Great. not going to tell I you. Great, I love this. Okay. It's you just want to see the first? reason for being now. Okay, item one is a, <laughs> a, a, a sack, a zippy sack, an amazing word, uh, a zip, uh, sort of like a zip, tiny zip tote with prints, an illustration of prints on it, but also there are lavender purple doves patterned around his face. <laughs> yeah, you get applause for that. Okay, item number two. <clears throat> copy of Charles Dickens' classic, David Copperfield. Uh, some details for you. It is well-worn and loved. Oh, oh, there's a bookmark. You... Oh, dear. Oh, um, what does it say? It's an invitation to go shopping. <laughs> also, a gratitude <laughs> meeting from oh Beverly God. Hills. Zach's pager number is... <laughs> 1994. It says 1994. 94. I don't, I don't okay, know who these people are. Oh, there's another secret. <sighs> I, I honestly, I didn't realize it's someone's phone right number. It's someone's it just phone says number. Apartment. And then on the back of it is a typewritten thing. Looks like a program, a, a, something from a play. A <laughs> Called program from Satan's a play. in the toaster. Satan's in the toaster. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay. Next item, please. <clears throat> This, uh, I know this because my brother just <laughs> broke his leg and I had to fly to Eureka, California so he could get a pin, a giant metal mm -hmm. rod put in his leg. Uh, this is a booty for someone with a broken foot or broken toe. I'm going to say this is for a broken toe because I think usually a full boot for a broken foot would be necessary. Mm -hmm. Okay, so item one, <laughs> boot. Item two, Charles Dickens classic David Copperfield with weird notes inside of it and Prince Zippy Tote Zach. Okay, I have to, I'm considering and I'm also checking Ooh. the time. Okay, we're still good. Okay, I'm gonna say, okay, should I do that thing like Price is Right? Like, 
<laughs> is this trash? Yeah, trash? Trash? Is it the prince? Is it, what is this one? Okay. Okay, I'm going to organize it better. Okay. Uh, what do we think the booty foot situation is? <laughs> what do we think this David Copperfield is? Oh, that one's split. Okay, and what do we think Prince Sack is? <laughs> okay. Uh, due to my audience assistance, I'm going to say that I think this is trash and you've got to get rid of it. I'd like to run that over with any car, any vehicle in the near <laughs> vicinity. Did you break your toe I did. It is the worst thing on earth, and that thing has been in the trunk of my car. First of all, it didn't help my toe, it didn't help anything. It actually gave me like a back issue and heard other things, but it did, I suppose, help my toe, but it also gave me many other issues. Well, the life is it's yin and, and yang. Like, you <laughs> heal one ailment and create exactly. new ones. Yes. Everything's very Sondheimian, in my opinion. It, it's true. It's true. This boot, the boot is Sondheimian. Is, mm -hmm. Also, you know, not an inexpensive item, as it turns out, oh. with insurance. Well, if you, you want to get rid of it, maybe yeah. we'll have you sign it. And give it away. And give it away. Does Who anybody it? need a toe? Yes. My new Someone husband should wants take it. it. Okay. Now, it's barely been worn. I'm, the audience was split on the Charles Dickens. Mm. I'm going to say this is mm. a treasure. Definitely. Ding, ding, Definitely. ding, ding. I was correct. Yes. Yay. This is from college. This is my college copy of it. And I loved my professor, Barbara Williamson. She wore these little sweaters. And she was like, she would cry when she would read passages from books that were oh. beautiful. And like all the boys were like, you know, she would cry and they wore these little cute little sweaters and she just, she was amazing. But anyway, I also loved Dickens before, you know, you really understood how no. much of a racist he was, but oh. he was a great oh, writer. Oh, I didn't know that. Because I uh, always just It's pretended. a little questionable. Yeah. Oh, okay. But. I just was going to say, I pretended to read the books in oh. high school and never did. I just <laughs> cheated. And also another great story. I was... Uh, screen testing for 90210, remember the old 90210, in Aaron Spelling's office. And there were, it was the pre-screen uh, test, and I was reading this book, and a girl sat down next to me, and she was like, oh, is that the guy who just married Claudia Schiffer? Is that about him? And I was like, I was so, I didn't, I just, didn't know what to say. Oh my god! And Hollywood I had only is a nightmare. It is. So, and is, I said, is her name Liz? No, and it's did she not. Give you her phone number yeah, here. She, I was like, Liz needs to read more books. No, I don't know who that is. Uh, did you, I really don't. Did you go? Did you go see a production of Satan's in the Toaster? None of that is okay, familiar. Did you know which this? normally, like when I I love this, I really didn't look through here, but. Did you go Look at see, I have notes meeting? in the margins. Oh my gosh, you took notes, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I was that. a book nerd. Oh, I mean, I love this. completely. Okay, so yeah. final so item. That. Prince, Prince's sack. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I just can't stop saying it. I'm not a it's mature a tough person. Word. It's a tough word. Um, I think. Okay, I'm gonna go rogue on this one and say that this is trash. I am outraged at no, that response. No, because I appreciate Prince, but it looks like maybe something that was like in a swag bag or like you were... No, so when okay, Prince so I passed wrong. away, I felt like it was a member of my family. It's oh, very weird. Okay. I don't know him. I have never met him, but he is like 
my I knew I wanted to be an artist when I listened to Prince in like the seventh grade or something. Oh. And I feel like he was like this huge inspiration in my life. When he passed away, I literally felt like people were calling me saying, are you okay? Like it was oh. very ridiculous, but also, so people kept giving me things, you know, they started to, merchandising became very big on his thing. So I, several like, people gave me these and now I use it as a little, you oh. know, I call it a pouch rather than a sack. Uh, that's the word I was looking for. Pouch feels like a better word yes. than sack. It a, it's technically I'm a carrying pouch. around Prince's sack. I do love that you became like a human. <laughs> you know, like when like the, when people leave those candles and like stuffed animals and stuff. You became yes. one of the. You became that location. That, people just started. I. I that's right. Prince paraphernalia that's right. At your <laughs> at body. My door or my person. Yes. Well, I approve of that <laughs> in every way. Um, I sadly have to end with the trash cast. This oh. is my first live one. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, is for it? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you for being such a good sport. I'm honored. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> you know I'm obsessed with you. Well, you know he's amazing. We've known each other many, many, many years, he and I. We went right? salsa dancing once? <laughs> we did. That's right. That's another like secret hidden thing also, that I would do. I would leave parties and be like, to go home and then I would get my shoes in the trunk of my car and go salsa dancing on fountain next to M bar that's right um, that's right also <laughs> until last night until I checked your uh, IMDB page I was convinced that when I was an extra on Sweet Valley High that you were on the show and I was like Google Google and I'm like no. Nope, she wasn't it. I've been living with a fake memory all these years. So that's until probably yesterday. why you let this that initially why you were like, oh, I like her because I love that show. And now you realize that I was never on that show. <laughs> no. Is it really no, disappointing? No, I loved all, you on all the other shows, but I was like, we worked together before. <laughs> I mean, she was on the show Wait, and I was just an extra. did we work on something together? Did we never know. work together? I don't know. Well, we should. I guess we didn't. We should. Uh, well, thank you for being on the show. Thank You're you. You're the best. For, being, for having me, me. It was a ball. Wrap it up. With, um, you can sit there, you can leave, whatever you feel most comfortable. I just have to sing this song to end the show, otherwise we'll be here forever. I feel like I shouldn't be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Exit. Stage left. Give it up for Elisa Donovan! <laughs> I had so much fun doing the show. This is the end part of the show where I tell the audience the moral of the story or whatever. So, um, the moral of the story is, uh, just live your lives and get trashy, right? Think about this. No, for real, to be serious, for real. I'm gonna break my foot here and now and then utilize this boot. Um, Marie Kondo's thing is whole, her whole thing is like, does it spark joy? Um, you have to, all the tidying up is, is the joy, right? But if you never make a mess, then you never have anything to tidy up. And without make, so if you, if you don't make the mess, and tidy up, then you never have the joy. There can be no joy without sadness. And maybe the tidying up is the sadness. I don't, I don't know what the metaphor is, really. <laughs> but like, live your lives and don't listen to Brie Kondo. <laughs> Trash! Thanks for listening to Tommy Lank's Trash Cast. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Baquet. 
Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week.